It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Final hour of the program today. We've been moving right along. Uh, let me just give you a quick heads up. About a half hour from right now, we will be joined by Utah Senator Mike Lee. We're going to talk about a number of things. Here's what's on the docket. He, not long ago, observed uh, some trends amongst various social media platforms that uh, uh, he would like addressed. He feels that there is a certain level of censorship uh, and that that censorship is targeted against conservative-leaning attitudes. He wrote uh, letters to uh, big social media companies and big tech giants and has received replies. So we're going to walk through uh, some of the questions that he asked of them and if he's satisfied by the responses. He also, in another letter, which he addressed to uh, Reed Hastings, who is the CEO and founder of Netflix, uh, he wrote a letter about this movie called Cuties. You and I discussed this earlier on, and we're going to return to that topic later in the program. Uh, But there is something on Netflix right now that is disgusting and deplorable and ought to be taken down. It's exploitative of young girls, and it's akin to pornography. It makes my skin crawl, and I say that not only as a father of a young girl uh, myself, but also as an older brother, uh, and as a husband, and as uh, someone who tries to adhere to something akin to common decency. It is uh, unfortunate and despicable what's on Netflix right now. It ought to come down, uh, and we're going to talk to Mike Lee about that as well as hear from other senators Uh, in the United States Senate who have strong feelings about this and are taking action. That's coming up later on the program. Right now, though, uh, it's time for a pop quiz. We ought to to have some kind of like sounder for this. Uh, This has become a theme on the program, a a pop quiz. I I ought to be able to hit a button and there's some sort of jingle in the background while I administer these (laughs) pop quizzes. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read to you a list of names and I want you to tell me what these individuals uh, share in common. All right. Uh, I don't have any prizes to hand out, but I do want to hear from you if you are able to identify uh, the tie that binds all these names. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, I'd like to hear from you. Let me know if you're able to discern uh, the common trait uh, enjoyed by all of these names. All right. So here we go. Uh, What what unites these individuals? Uh, Louis Armstrong. John Wayne. Charles Schultz. Bob Hope. George Bush, Ronald Reagan. I'll read, the, I'll read the list again, and the question is, what unites? What is the common trait? What's the common thread uh, amongst all of these individuals? Louis Armstrong, John Wayne, Charles Schultz, Bob Hope, George Bush, and Ronald Reagan. I'll give you a second. I'll give you a second. The reason I ask this question, we'll get to the answer in just a moment, is because uh, Scott Anderson, uh, he's the big boss at Zions Bank, he would like to see Jake Garn's name added to uh, the list that I just read off to you. Do you know the answer quite yet? I'll give give you a second. 
All right, here we go. Uh, time's up. Uh, we'll have a sounder later for that, too. Uh, we'll make a big old game of it. Uh, Louis Armstrong, John Wayne, Charles Schultz, uh, yeah, the yeah, the penis creator, uh, Bob Hope, George Bush, and Ronald Reagan all have airports named after them. George Bush Intercontinental Airport in Texas, uh, Louis Armstrong International in New Orleans, uh, John Wayne in California, uh, another California airport named after Charles Schultz, uh, and then Bob Hope uh, is the, the, the name borne by the Burbank Airport. Uh, also, John Lennon. Uh, John Lennon uh, is the namesake of the Liverpool Airport. And Jake Garn. An argument uh, has been made by Scott Anderson, uh, and he he writes this up in the in the Deseret News. I'll share it on my Facebook page because it is a compelling argument, and I'm hard pressed to come up with another name more deserving uh, to be affixed to the Salt Lake. International Airport. Now, I don't know what the plan is. I don't know if there will be a name affixed to the airport. I know that tomorrow uh, will be the grand opening of the new wing there. I'm very excited about that. Uh, also, a little nostalgic. I have come in and out of in and out of the Salt Lake City International Airport uh, so many times, uh, either in route to or returning from. Uh, big, giant, momentous moments in my life. It was uh, my wife and I boarded that plane. Well, we were we were still engaged at the time. Uh, we hopped on a plane at Salt Lake City International. We flew away and returned home uh, to Utah as newlyweds. Uh, so many uh, great memories uh, either started uh, or ended at Salt Lake City International. And so to go there and to see that it gets a facelift, that's both exciting and a little nostalgic. But you know uh, I'm a sucker for nostalgia. Anyway, Scott Anderson uh, writes in the Deseret News, that a name to match the new airport's grandeur would be that of uh, Jake Garn. <clears throat> All right. Uh, he writes uh, the following. A new iconic airport needs a name to match its grandeur, its importance, and its remarkable functionality. A groundswell of support exists to name the airport after Senator Jake Garn. It would be a fitting and lasting tribute to a remarkable leader who truly deserves the recognition. The name would remind and inspire all who visit the airport of selfless public service, courage, a pioneering spirit, daring exploits, and a caring heart. All characteristics of Jake Garn. I want to get into uh, Jake Garn's background in just a moment. Uh, You may know know, uh, a lot of this, but uh, there may be some details you weren't uh, quite aware of uh, to add to this great argument for why uh, the Salt Lake City Airport uh, may very well bear the name of Jake Garn and why that might be an appropriate thing. Before we get to that, though, let me put this question to you. Are there any names that uh, that we're not thinking of? Are are there other names uh, that deserve to be considered? As... As uh, producer Amy and I were debating this topic uh, the other day, she, I forget the guy's name, but she, she uh, indicated uh, a desire to see the, the inventor of the Frisbee, uh, the inventor of the Frisbee, to uh, see his name uh, <laughs> affixed to the Salt Lake City International Airport. Let me, I'm going to Google this. Uh, I forget what the name was. Frisbee Inventor. Uh, oh, yes. Walter uh, Frederick Morrison. Walter Frederick Morrison. Morrison, uh, a proud Utahn, uh, born in Richfield, uh, passed away just uh, just 10 years ago uh, in Monroe, Utah, uh, the inventor of the Frisbee. I didn't know that until Amy brought it to my attention, so uh, that's very good. So it's between, I guess, uh, Jake Garn and the inventor of the Frisbee. All right, what do we know about Jake Garn? Born in Richfield. Wow, I wonder if he and the Frisbee inventor knew each other. Uh, born in Richfield, grew up in Salt Lake City. Uh, you know he was the mayor of Salt Lake City uh, for a time and then uh, s- served 
his country as a as a pilot uh, fought. Uh, this, according to uh, Scott Anderson, in his uh, write up, fought for Utahns uh, and for common sense public policy for 18 years in the United States Senate. United States Senate for 18 years. And if you remember this, uh, he, as a sitting U.S. senator, uh, traveled to outer space. Yeah, he was a space shuttle astronaut uh, uh, while sitting as a United States senator. Uh, fascinating, uh, fascinating thing. Uh, and the, the, the defense or the argument for uh, Garn continues uh, this, uh, according to uh, Scott Anderson, uh, Garn's life was dedicated to three great loves that developed on parallel tracks. First, his love of public service reflected in his election uh, to the old uh, Salt Lake City Commission in 67, his tenure as mayor, and his uh, three terms in the United States Senate. An aviator his entire life, uh, he, uh, I believe, is very fitting uh, to, to, to have that honor. Now, again, I don't know. We've been reaching out uh, to, uh, to, to the airport, to the city, who ultimately bears uh, the responsibility for the airport, and uh, we haven't got anything back. Uh, so who knows? There, there may be some announcement coming or maybe not. Maybe it will just remain as the Salt Lake City International. I don't know. Uh, I will point out that there was, before we go to break, there was a Jake Garn Airport. There has been uh, a Jake Garn Airport. It operated only for, uh, for about 18 years, and it was a privately owned uh, public use airport just uh, by Eagle Mountain. <clears throat> uh, opened in May of 2000 and uh, for whatever reason closed up in 2018. So Jake Garn has had an airport, all right, uh, but he has yet to have an international airport. Uh, one suggestion has just come through. Ooh, I like this one. I like this one a lot. Someone knows me who gave this this suggestion. Uh, the John Browning International Airport. There's a suggestion which has come through via uh, the text line. 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. If you'd like to weigh in, if you have a suggestion, uh, if you'd like to see someone's name affixed to the Salt Lake City International Airport tomorrow as it uh, officially opens uh, the, the new wing, uh, I'd like to hear from you. 57500. Zero. Uh, quick break. When we return, uh, I want to talk to you about uh, this coronavirus. It turns out that uh, if the Internet is any measure, uh, that you and I have started to forget about this thing. I'll tell you what I mean next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.